Welcome to the Solo Women Travel Tribe podcast, where life coach and solo travel expert, Zena, teaches you how to feel confident, empowered, and prepared to take on any solo travel experience. Here is your host, who is not afraid to say it like it is, Zena Jones. Hello, 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 my friends. Hope you are magically well. It is a beautiful day here, clear blue skies, and I'm so excited to hang out with you guys for the next 20 or 30-ish minutes. Today we are talking about three tips for getting shit done. Now, if you joined us in the How to Get Shit Done class, this is going to be a little bit of repetition for you all. And I still want to encourage you to listen because you might hear something in a different way or you might be reminded of something. And even if the episode title grabbed your attention, you definitely need to have a listen. Also, if you missed our class, I'm sorry. I hosted a free class called How to Get Shit Done and we had so much fun. So also this week, we are, when you guys will be listening to this, we will be midway through our Have Your Own Back Bootcamp Week, which I am so excited to be hosting. And if you have missed that too, make sure you get on my email list and you come and hang out with me on Instagram so you don't miss any of the fun stuff in the future. Okay, so you can check out my website, xenajones.com to jump on the email list and you can visit me on Instagram, xena.jones.coach. Let's hang out. Make sure you come along for the ride and all the fun stuff that we are up to. Okay, (laughs) so let's talk about the three tips I have today for getting shit done. The very first one I want to introduce you to is called minimum baselines, okay? So the idea here is to make getting started easy, simple and easy, okay? And also it's going to eliminate the time excuse. So here's how it works. You commit to doing five minutes every day. You set a timer, you do five minutes, and then you celebrate doing what you said you would do. Okay, so imagine you come home from a long day at work and you don't feel like putting on your shoes to go for a run. You don't have the energy for it. You're tired. You've had a big day. You don't feel like it. And usually you're going to tell yourself, I'll just do it tomorrow instead. Right. And we know how that story goes, because tomorrow becomes the next day and then the next day and then I'll do it on Monday or I'll start on the first of the month. We all know how that ends. Okay, so. Often the hard part is just getting started. So one of the tools that I love to teach my clients is minimum baselines. We make getting started so easy. Okay, start small, take the pressure off and focus instead on forming the habit. So here's how it looks. I commit to doing my five minutes every day. I lace up my shoes. I set the timer and I start running. When the timer goes off, I have done it, right? I have honored this commitment to myself and I'm starting to form a new habit. And instead of beating myself up for not doing what I said I was gonna do again and again and again, I get to celebrate myself for what I said I would do, for doing it, okay? And that, 
means that I start to feel bitter about myself. I start to form a new habit. And the more I do it, the more I start to actually enjoy it. Now, what happens when we start to enjoy it? We look forward to it. We want to do it. Now, here's the thing. More often than not, you will go for five minutes, okay? Because you're going to be feeling good. You're going to want to continue. Either way, it doesn't matter, right? Five minutes is the minimum baseline. Five minutes is what you commit to each day. Five minutes, right? Five minutes means that we get to celebrate ourselves for doing what we said we would do. There's no beating yourself up. You did it, right? So whether it's five minutes a day working on writing your novel, right, or your blog, or five minutes a day on market research for your business idea, right, or it's five minutes forming a new fitness habit. Maybe it's stretching or maybe it's going for a walk, right? You can apply this to any goal you have and any habit you are wanting to form. It is so easy. Now, here's what it does. Minimum baselines eliminates perfection, right? There is no time to perfect it when you've got five minutes, my friends. <laughs> Seriously, you've got five minutes. We don't care about getting it perfect. We just care about doing it, getting started, making a dent, right? It eliminates the time excuse, okay? Y'all, we all got five minutes, right? You're listening to this, you got five minutes. You scroll on Facebook or Instagram, just like I do, we have five minutes, right? We watch Netflix. So many of us, we watch Netflix. We have five minutes. It eliminates that time excuse, okay? It also eliminates feeling bad, beating ourselves up for yet again, not doing what we said we would do, for not starting, right? And it eliminates the I just need to get started issue. Once I get started, then I'm usually okay. I get into a rhythm. I get into the flow, right? It eliminates that. Okay. Here's what it creates. It creates self-trust. It starts to build the habit, right? It starts to create the habit of doing it and of doing what you said you would do. Progress, momentum, and feeling good. Okay, so what minimum baseline are you going to create? Where can you apply this strategy in your own life? Right? What is something that you just want to begin doing? Start forming a habit of. Where is somewhere you want to make a change? Okay, what is a goal that you have? Apply minimum baselines to that. Okay. Now, number two is to plan to not want to do it. <laughs> yes, my friends, that is correct. Plan to not want to do it, right? When we're talking about getting shit done, right? Often what happens is we talk ourselves out of it or we say that we'll do it later or we procrastinate or we put it off or we just don't get around to it or we don't have time or we tell ourselves we're lazy or we're undisciplined or we're unmotivated or whatever the story is, right? So I'm going to teach you how to plan to not want to do it, right? I love the strategy. Seriously, it is one of my absolute favorites. I use it all the time in my own life. 
Yes, I plan to not want to do shit all the time. So here's how it works. And I will give you an example, okay? I decide ahead of time what I'm going to do and when. Then I anticipate what my brain will say. I spend a couple of minutes thinking about the pushback, the tantrum, the drama, the argument my brain will have when it comes time to do the thing we're going to do. Okay. Then I welcome that tantrum, that argument when it happens, because I was expecting it. I welcome it and I gently remind my brain of why we're doing it anyway. Okay. So you guys, if you've listened to the podcast before, no doubt you've heard me, you know, reference a few times our caveman, cavewoman brain, right? And how that primal part of our brain is wired to seek pleasure and comfort, avoid pain and save energy. Okay. So that primal part of our brain is going to try and get out of doing shit. It's trying to, it's always going to try and talk us out and worm its way out of getting shit done because it wants to remain safely in the cave, right? It wants to be conserving our energy, doing something comfortable and pleasurable, right? Netflix, eating, (laughs) knitting, right? Whatever your favorite hobby is, right? And nothing remotely painful. It's like, no, right? What you said you're going to do, this sounds too hard, too painful. No, let's just stay in the cave. So, as I said, I have been using this skill for a few years now, right? It's changed my life and the lives of many of my clients, okay? I use it primarily in my business, so with my business goals, with business tasks, and also with my health and fitness and any goals that I have around health or fitness. Also, (laughs) I also use this tool for any social occasion that is after 7 p.m., okay? I am a nana. I love to go to bed early, right? I like to make a cup of peppermint tea and I like to get into bed no later than 8.30, okay? And I will maybe watch some Netflix or I will read a book, right? Whatever it is, snuggle up with my cats or with my partner. But y'all, I do not like to go out after seven. (laughs) So if I am going out after seven, I literally plan to not want to go and for my brain to argue, And try and talk me out of it and come up with excuses. (laughs) So, all right, here's how it looks. On the weekend, I went for my first run since having COVID a few weeks back. Now, I knew this was going to be hard and uncomfortable and I knew I would probably be pretty slow. Okay. I knew that when my alarm went off in the morning, my brain would not want to do it. Okay. So what I did is I made all of the decisions ahead of time. Okay. So the night before I made the decision of what time I would go for my run. I made the decision of where I would go. I decided ahead of time that I would run a shorter track and ease myself back into it. Okay. Then what I did is I spent a couple of minutes anticipating what my brain would say when the alarm went off. Okay. When it, when it came time to get up, to get changed, to go for the run, what was my brain going to say? And I anticipated things like, this is a terrible idea. I want to sleep in. I'm tired. Let's reset the alarm. We can go later. I'm not ready. I don't feel like it. Um, This is too hard. I don't want to. 
I can just do it tomorrow or the next day. What's the rush? (laughs) All of these things, right? And when the alarm went off, my brain said all of that, right? My brain said all of that stuff when the alarm went off, but I was expecting it. I knew it was coming, right? It was just like the toddler in my brain was having its tantrum right on cue. And I let it, I let it do its thing, okay? And what I did is I didn't make it a problem. It's like, oh yeah, I was expecting this. Okay, have your tantrum, away you go, right? I didn't make it a problem. And then I gently reminded it why I was doing this run anyway, okay? And I reminded it things like, I wanna ease myself back into running. I always enjoy it after, okay? And it sets me up to feel so good for the whole day. I love being fit and healthy. I like to be out in nature. I want to be a runner. This is who I am. I run. And I got up. I got changed. I laced up my shoes and I went for my run. Was it hard? Yes, it was still hard. Right? Did my brain have a fit during? Yes, of course. It still had its little argument. That's fine. I still did it. Right? I knew that was going to happen and I did it anyway. Okay, so plan to not want to do it. So using this strategy eliminates thinking you will feel like it. Because so often we make this decision or we think about it ahead of time. Like, yeah, tomorrow I'm going to start running. Or tomorrow I'm going to go back to the gym. Or on Monday I'm going to do this. Right? And you think that when that time rolls around... You will feel like it. And nine times out of 10, that's bullshit. We don't feel like it. Okay. (laughs) So plan to not want to do it. Okay. It also like eliminates the need for willpower or motivation. Okay. We don't have to have willpower and we don't have to be motivated to get shit done. Right. And so often the motivation comes later. The motivation comes once you start to form a habit, when you start to enjoy it, when you start to see the results, then you become motivated to want to continue. Okay. But you don't need motivation to get started. Okay. It also eliminates talking yourself out of it. Right. Because so often that's what happens as the alarm goes off and we go, no, I'll do it later. I don't feel like it. I don't want to had a big day. I'm so tired. Right. We talk ourselves out of it like that's a valid excuse. No, expect that to happen and do it anyway. Okay. It also eliminates beating yourself up because generally when we don't do it, what do we do? We go and do something more pleasurable or enjoyable instead, but we're secretly like judging ourselves and beating ourselves up in the back of our brain. (laughs) Y'all know what I'm talking about. Okay. And it creates right? Planning to not want to do it creates a better relationship with yourself, right? That self-trust, that doing what you said you would do, right? Pushing through the discomfort, doing it anyway, that creates such a strong foundational relationship with you. Creates pride and satisfaction. After that run, I felt really proud of myself for doing it, right? And I felt so satisfied that I'd done it, right? And it creates getting shit done, my friends, Okay, now our third strategy, (laughs) drum roll please, you may have been expecting this one. Our third strategy is having your own back. My friends, (laughs) I love 
teaching people how to have their own back. I could talk about this all day, right? And when I say having your own back, one of my favorite ways to teach this is just stop treating yourself like an asshole, okay? Obviously, I could talk about this all day, but it's a huge foundation of the coaching I do with my clients, right? We have an entire session where we talk about this and we embody it and we really learn what it means to have your own back and how to apply it to your life, right? I have multiple podcast episodes on this, guys. You can go back and listen. It is so important, okay? So here's how I want you to imagine this. If you think about the relationship you have with your best friend, okay, let's say that you and a mutual friend went out, okay, and this other friend started to bag your bestie, started to trash talk your best friend, right? You wouldn't stand for it, right? You would stand up for them. You wouldn't let somebody talk trash about your best friend. You would defend them. Right. And this includes when they trash talk themselves, when they beat themselves up in front of you. Right. You don't let them No, You tell them why they're so fucking awesome, why they do have what it takes and why they will achieve their dreams. Right. You sell them on themselves. Right. You are their biggest fan, their number one supporter, their cheerleader, right? You believe in them even when they don't believe in themselves. So having your own back is being that person for you, right? Having your own back is doing all of that for yourself. Now, so many of us, right, myself included, We were raised or led to believe that we need to beat ourselves up in order to be better, in order to do better, right? We have to, you know, tell ourselves off or belittle ourselves or judge ourselves, right? And that that is kind of warranted because if we do that, then we'll do better next time, right? My friends, that simply isn't true. We just haven't paused to question it, right? It's bullshit. We actually get more shit done when we have our own backs. We get more shit done when we treat ourselves with love and respect and kindness and compassion. Okay. So number three is have your own back. This eliminates beating yourself up. Okay. It also eliminates perfection. Right? When you have your own back, it's not about getting it perfect or getting it right. It's just about getting it done, celebrating yourself, being kind and compassionate when it doesn't go the way you thought it would. Right? It also eliminates buffering, numbing out and distraction. So what that looks like is it's all of the ways we seek comfort and pleasure when we're not doing the shit we want to be doing or the shit we said we were going to do. Right? So it's maybe like watching Netflix instead of working on your business or you know, eating sugar or salty foods instead of going for a run, right? Vigging out on the couch kind of thing, right? That is buffering, numbing out, distracting ourselves, right? Sometimes for me, it used to look like online shopping, right? That was one of my big ones is I would just scroll sites, could do it for hours. (laughs) And I wasn't always necessarily buying things, but sometimes it would even be like travel. Like I could just look up travel for hours, I might go here, I might go there, maybe I'll go there. What about this? 
right? And it's a distraction. It's a way of numbing out and buffering, right? Procrastinating, right? Having your own back helps you to eliminate that. And having your own back creates a better relationship with yourself, right? Your relationship with you is the most important relationship. It impacts every single relationship in your life, okay? Having your own back creates so much pride and satisfaction. So like I explained to you before, like when I went for that run on the weekend, I was so proud of myself and I let myself be proud of myself. I told myself, yeah, you did a fucking awesome job. Good on you, girl. Well done. Like I, I say that stuff to myself. I let myself feel proud and feel satisfied and enjoy it, right? That's what it is to have your own back. And having your own back, my friends, gets shit done. So I want you to think about what might change for you if you were to really embody having your own back, okay? So just to recap our three tips for getting shit done. Number one is minimum baselines. Okay, five minutes. Do five minutes, setting the timer, off you go. When the timer goes off, you celebrate the shit out of yourself. You did it. You did what you said you were going to do. That's awesome. Okay. Number two is planning to not want to do it. Right. I really think that is huge. Expect to not want to do it. Anticipate what your brain is going to say, right? First of all, make all the decisions ahead of time, then spend time anticipating what is your brain going to say? What's it actually going to say when it rolls around to Monday 9 a.m.? It's going to be like, no, this is terrible. I don't feel like it, (laughs) right? Like spend time imagining that, thinking about that, okay? And then gently remind yourself of why you're going to do it anyway when that happens, And then number three, my friends, is having your own back, right? Stop treating yourself like an asshole and treat yourself the way you would treat your best friend. Okay, my friends, now go out there and get some serious shit done. You got this. Huge love to you all. Take care. I'll see you next week. Hey. I want to personally invite you to sign up for a free consultation call where we take everything you have learned here on the podcast and we apply it to your life. This is the work that will change everything. Sign up at xenajones.com consult and I'll see you there.